We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to True Faith Weekly Podcast. Uh, I'm Alex Hurst, joined today by Ben Wade, Andy Bollins, and Mark Greenstreet Cowley after a really, really dead simple win against promotion favourites Brighton. Lads were all concerned before the match. Gale out, Mick and Rich out. Who's going to score the goals? I'll tell you who. You, you were going to score the goals. No, I said I wasn't, I wasn't worried. <laughs> you weren't worried. Why weren't you worried? Well, I said to you on the radio show, Perez and Diarmi will be fine. Yeah, I think you did say that. Yeah, That seems like a long time ago, doesn't it? It's only 11 o'clock this morning. Very, very long time ago. Even though the goal didn't come through Perez or Diarmi. <laughs> but I still said we'll be fine. <laughs> And fine we were. Uh, Green Street, I'll start with you. Um, did you see that coming? Did you think Brighton would cause more problems than they did? Uh, yeah, I think like in terms of attack, uh, started off really well the season. Uh, got like really fast wingers. Um, so I thought it was obviously with Anita and Dummett. Obviously seen the first 10 minutes, Dummett get done twice. <laughs> but apart from that, you had a... Yeah, he did have a good game, like, to game, give him his uh, juice. But, I mean, they started off okay, but then from that, the 30 minutes, like I said, we just battered them. They like, had a few good chances, probably could have made it 2 0. Yeah, should have been more than one up. Yeah, like, Gufran obviously won the hit nine in at that time. Me and Ben were like cracking up, saying he had so much time to take a touch. We were like, that's his touch. That was, like, <laughs> that was his first touch. Trying to bring yeah. it down and hit on his right foot. Um, but, I mean, a couple of like, obviously, when it took us, a couple of second half, they probably started right now if he hit the bar. And then the sending off was great for us. It was really good timing. Did I, was anyone else surprised? I didn't know he was on a Boogan. Oh, I forgot he was on a So, yeah, yeah, so yeah, we, yeah, when he produced the yellow card. I was thinking, all right, yeah. Didn't know. Sorry, the Boogan for what? The sending off. Did he realise? Uh, did he realise he was going to get sent off? Yeah, oh, did, absolutely. Did you know? Oh, sells, sells his leg. No, no, no but, but we didn't know. We knew he was already on a booking. That player. Oh, right. We didn't know. It was a straight red, though, wasn't it? No, no yeah. second yeah, yellow. Yeah, like, got booked in the first half. on was a straight red. Um, but yeah, it was definitely, it was definitely a booking. No, that's the thing about not knowing any of the opposition players. Yeah, yeah. I don't you can't really keep track of them. I'm going to be totally I don't even know who got sent off. I've never heard of him. Sam, Sam Hello. So, so uh, go back to it. Um, ben was started like a house on fire, just like a Bristol in the first thirty yeah. minutes. Do you think that's intentional? Do you think that's something Rafa's doing? Go out and win it in the first thirty, or go out and take the lead? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's one of those. I suppose it's something I think we've talked about uh, in a previous pod where, like Keegan, used to sort of play the game in stages, go out, have a real go at teams, put them under pressure. If you get nearly goal, great, and then sort of recover for a few bits because I think. That seems to be what what's going on with 
it seemed it died died off towards the end of of the halves um, in most of the games really after putting in a lot of effort early goals um, but I think it was just it, it's natural obviously you can't expect there to play at full tilt for, for 90 minutes so um, it probably is, is the right way to go about it try and put teams under pressure because I think especially with the type of team we are and the type of uh, team the type of way teams are going to come and play with if we can get, get the early games uh, the early goals sorry games are going to be so comfortable for her just because teams aren't going to break this defence down um, without sort of huge errors from us. So I think they, the, the back four looked really solid today. Who would have um, thought a Paul, yeah, a Paul, a Paul Dummett and Vernon Neat in a Newcastle back four beat well, let's, let's be honest. I don't know if this was my own like insecurities about Newcastle's defence, but I didn't think the defence looked really, really good today. Like, You're mad. Really, didn't, I, no, I thought it I looked thought, unbelievably defensively. Uh, I can't they think, didn't create like, get him a chance. Start, chance, 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 chance. Yeah. Maybe it's my own insecurity about Newcastle's defence, but every time they got the ball forwards, I was like... Look, that, that brings us on to the next part, so we'll, we'll go. On, we'll talk about the first 30 minutes a bit more later on, but from then, and I said I said to Ben on side, same at Bristol last week, we dicked all over them the first 30 minutes. Then it was like foot off the gas, defend, and then I thought, well, we'll come out second half against Bristol, hammer them again. We didn't, because I think they thought, well, they can't score here, they're not going to score. Do you think we did the same today? And do you think it's risky? Because Brighton did, I don't know whether it was offside or not, but I haven't seen the replay, but they did hit the bar just before the sending off. So do you think Green Street, I'll go back to you, do you think this is a risky tactic or do you think this is here to stay this 30 minute score, that's it, shut up shop? Um, it is a bit of a risky tactic, like going in a 1-0 and um, the way we came out second half, like that pretty easy went in, like it was so close to like hit the bar. Mm. Probably did the most offside, but I think we need to be like getting when that 30 minutes, more than one goal, like 2-0 you're a bit of like obviously yeah. a bit of a safe cushion. Uh, feel a bit more comfortable on the ball, but when it's 1 0, you can't just. Because, I mean, I'm going to mention myself now, but just in, te- in terms of like balls coming in, that just. It's pressure on it. it. Um, so I think we need to get another goal to do this. Um, I would say, though, I think part of it is that the team are more comfortable playing, like, counter attacking football. So I think Rafa's probably thinking. Put teams under pressure. We're, we're, we're too good for this league. If we can get that early goal, then it'll just make it'll calm people down. And it'll just make everybody sort of comfortable because we'll, we'll then get the space to, to counter attack on teams. And when you've got the army who looks like a powerhouse, when you get Gale back who's rapid, you've got Gufran and, and Richie on the wings who, who, who can and take people on. <laughs> Look, so listen to me. Good friend. On the yeah. But he had it. He absolutely he, did not cross. Absolutely, absolutely like fucking left him last last one last week. One off the ball. Like I was, oh, I was good at that. The thing is, it's like a team like going a bit risky to do. Like someone like Nogard, he can just pull something out of nothing. Yeah. Like a couple of times well, no, he was very poor today. I thought. Still, just like on the ball, like a lot. He probably he, tries to do too much. That's, yeah. that's a sort he knows of he's better than like. Yeah. Sometimes he's doing the football. Like, I shouldn't do it by myself. Sometimes, like, but uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I, know, like, I know what you're talking about. You know, the um, but he's someone who, oh, he's such a game, like. Oh, that, I mean, it, I'm not. I'm not saying he's bad. But I mean, if he came up with a two, and I think he's like settling really oh, well. But um, but I just think he had a poor day, game today, and I thought we we handled him very well. Yeah. Minor negative, two more bookings for descent. That's Matt Ritchie's second bookings for descent, I think. 
this season what one of the lads going to learn because rocking a book is the championship it's the same rules yeah. last thing we need is suspensions uh, it's, it's one of those it's just poor display I mean especially the second one was Lascelles yeah. you need your after Richie had already been done it yeah. you, need, you need your captain to be setting an example I think, I think it is just I mean, it's it's a lesson they need to learn fast, but it's just they're not used to all that. The, the, the natural reaction is that. Yeah. The natural reaction is to go in, now go because we've always got away with it. Uh, uh, a lot of the stuff they was heat at the moment type stuff, and I need to see it again. But the referee was pretty awful. That's yeah. the thing: if nothing's going your way, you just kind of keep yeah. it more well, and like, in, in, You've seen the, like, in the Premier League the amount of uh, dissent that goes on, and like you don't get booked for it. And the cells can probably shout at one thing: got booked for it. Richie, same thing again here. Well, it was only because he was like going. He, he went over to the line. Right, yeah. If you're going to go up line, then straight away, you're pretty yeah. like, get yellow card. Yeah. It's just pointless. I think they're both stupid for doing it. There's just, yeah. especially the cells after Rich has already been booped. Yeah. There's just no need for it. He's not going to reverse Although, the side decision. You say that, but the, neither of the officials disallowed Gale's goal last week uh, against Redden. It wasn't until all eleven of yeah. their players were <laughs> the referee that he then changed his mind and yeah. decided so yeah. yeah. They, they hadn't flagged him, they just let the linemen seem like how nah. You didn't flag though, didn't, didn't flag, flag for it. Just, the red players all kicked off and they reversed it. <laughs> but I I think it, it is it's it's I think it's just a customising the, the, the new rules. It's going to take a lot of time, but as you say, they need to learn fast because, and uh, more. But I mean, Richie's already on two after what five games, four games, five games. Yeah, two at least. Um, might, might have done more. Don't exactly. Know. So it's it, it just we can't really be afford to be uh, missing, especially someone as influential as him. So, but we'll we'll see. Hopefully, as you say, they'll, they'll learn quickly. Holland, Perez up front. You had confidence. Do you think you repaid that confidence? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think if there's one negative to come away from today's game is the fact that I don't think Perez contributed anything. Really. And a poor game. Really, really dis- disappointing. We spoke about it on the radio this morning, and I said I thought Perez had had his best games when he'd been our like main focal point striker, and he was disappointed. Today. He was coming wide for things, dropping deep. He wasn't what you need from a centre forward really um, never really looked like trying to get behind like yeah. that was no. we well, said that radio show was said I hope he plays on the shoulder and tries to get him behind and he just didn't like, my, like, over, like overwhelming feeling about his performance today was that he just didn't do anything like he could have, we could have had Armstrong on the pitch yeah. and it would have been exactly the same same game it would have been like fine we're just giving someone some experience I think that's a fair a fair comment I think he he was he was working hard and he was a bit unlucky with a couple of decisions that I mean that one second half where he uh, we he had a chance to break out from a corner win the ball and the referee just gave a free kick for what I do not know I'm sorry, I'm concentrating. I'm, I'm just cracking up at that time. Uh, cells let the ball bounce in the box. Like, <laughs> there's no need to let the ball bounce like that. The whole crowd of this, like. Yeah, and the time when it was like, it was good into the side netting and he could have caught it. And he, there was no one near him and he did a little run and jump and pretended to catch it. Like, what goes through the bloke's mind? But, but at Battle Paris, and yeah, I totally agree with you both. Um, I, totally just, I think he, this was his mo- this was an opportunity for him to establish himself. Like two goals midweek, and he got grabbed a goal this week, or like even affected the game in any way. Like he, he could be starting again next. For, for me, he doesn't get on the bench when when everyone's fully fit. Mitro, Gale, um, what's his name? Who's just signed? Murphy, Murphy um, Diarmi, who probably play. 
I don't see I don't see uh, if we sign another striker I don't see Perez get on the bench I like I like Perez like I don't know if it's like a hangover from two seasons ago but I still like him <laughs> but I just don't know like uh, I just don't know I just don't know what you do with him like if this Daryl Murphy thing goes through then you've got Gale Mitro and Murphy there's your, there's your striker Diame is obviously going to play that number 10 behind the striker role and then, like, I can't believe we've signed Daryl Murphy. Thirty-three-year-old Daryl Murphy. Apparently, scored fifty goals in the last two. Oh, seasons. he's been banging them in the last for three like, yeah, three seasons, yeah. But it's just what what he's going to do. It's Mike Lutz so whether he knows he knows where the back of the net is, so I'll, I'll give him that. That's what we need. He's got enough experience. <laughs> led the line at the Euros very well for him. Yeah, so back, back to being a little bit positive, um, I thought Anita, again, I hate him, but I don't hate him, that's story. <laughs> but he's, he's very good at right back, I keep thinking he's going to let it down really badly and he was very good. The thing about him is, whenever he does get done, or anything like that, Mbemba's there anyway for him. Um, you know, uh, set piece, played well, got done, like you say, Greenboat a couple of times in the first, first 20, yeah. and then after that, very solid, and Brighton's wingers didn't give any problems. When we bought Anita, Anita had been playing fullback for Ajax, and we started playing as a holding midfielder. He came there, he had it written in contract apparently, and it was part of the agreement was that he wanted to play midfield for the forge. I absolutely like. You know, Anita was, I think, probably the worst player I've ever seen play for Newcastle for a long time, but actually in defence is quite good. Quite good playing at He's okay just out right back, like, it's not as if like, he's going to. Even the back end of last season when he played at full back, he was decent. Like, yeah. He's more suited to that role because you, you can get away with being small and yeah, just nippy. Right like, you, essentially, you just haven't have the pace to recover. I think the one thing with the right back, you want to be like overlapping there. Yeah. Like, Rich couldn't do that. He couldn't yeah. like, he's not good enough doing that. He's obviously one of Benitez's favourites. What happens to him when Gedlin I think I think you'll just see so much rotation this season. Like you saw Dummett Captain were against Redden, then was dropped for the next two games. Funded were not dropped, rotated out for Clark and then the young lad who just signed the contract, um and Hammers. So I think with with Hammers, Yedlin Sturry, who wasn't even on the be- bench today, I don't think so. Hammers, um Yedlin, Anita, Dummett, Clark and the new lads from Italy who supposedly signed in the left back and Haidara that's eight full backs for two positions talk about like a total change in the last six months you don't want too much rotation though as a back forward like because that's the thing, isn't it? You don't. You, 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 you want to play, play like you. Just kept three row rotating the back four. I know, but like, <laughs> fair enough. I'm not that, but like, as a like centre backs, you want to play with like. I don't think you. I don't think you rotate the centre backs. Yeah, I do. You want to see that. You want to know how like you can't be like each game like all right. You know what your job is. But it is better to have a set of back four, but I would say because we don't have any sort of standard, it's not like there's a standout left back or standout right back, so I don't think it matters too much in those positions. I think Mbembe is, as I said, I called it early season, I think he's going to be the one that's just too good for the division. I was just, I was just thinking when we were talking there, Chancellor Mbembe is an absolute joy to watch. He is our best defender, isn't he? <laughs> I, one of the best defenders. I'm going to speak for all of us here in our lifetime in Castle of Hearts. He's, he's matured, doesn't he? One, so quickly. <laughs> he used to dive in a little bit. For, for, for start of last season, he dived in when we got done at City 6 1 at Guerrero, tore my part. Um, but since then, he's just getting better all the time. And got, no I, I really, I really hope no this rumour about Arsenal uh, link doesn't come off. 
because uh, he's just oh, this week, yeah, he's been pretty oh, good. I don't know, he's not another same centre-back. Oh, he's not a mayor because he probably could have got Chancel for half the price. <laughs> and he's twice the player. Whoever this lad is, I don't know him. <laughs> Um, Shelby was very good, Ben. Would you agree? Yeah, brilliant. Um, it's the performances that we've been hoping for because obviously he's he's the sort of the, the playmaker in the team. He's the one that's got to try and unlock the opposition defence. I thought he was really good, sort of all, all action, putting tackles in. I, I think he was a bit lucky with a couple of tackles early on not to get booked. Um, and then obviously, he did get booked eventually, so he could have, could have been. Um, Talking, talking about a different uh, scenario, but I, I thought he was brilliant. Um, controlled the game. There was some really good moments where there was the trap and pressure on him. He, his footwork was brilliant. He sort of really quick feet, got out of trouble a lot of times. Um, he, he worked really well with Hayden. There was always a pass on, either to, to each other or back back to the, the centre back. And, and obviously, when they went down to ten men, it was just a yeah, absolutely walk in the park for them. They, they were so comfortable and. and it's just about There's two, two things that are working in Shelby's favour at the moment is that I think he looks fitter, looks in better shape than he did when he first came with us, which I think is a good sign. And I, Hayden, I thought, was, I thought Hayden was brilliant. Yeah. I think, I think he, Hayden, he's the one that will not be rotated. He's the one that's played every single league game so yeah. far. Is the, I think, I think he's the only player. It's good to see like Shelby more like attacking um, positions compl- and normally like to get out like, from the defence. The ball played like being too deep. We've like set up the point, but like it's good that Hayden can do that. And then I like that front like middle three. You've got like, in defence of Shelby in the middle, and then you've got Diarmi like attacking. Just should be in the link. So it's obviously good. I think that's one of the things though. If you if you look back to last season, until Rafa came in when Shelby didn't really get any opportunities, he had the play with Nyaldum a lot in that 10 role and he just didn't, he, he wasn't, uh, what's the word, wasn't disciplined enough to hold, hold the role to be the link between the midfield and the attack. And then that's why I think you saw Shelby try to play all these long ranging balls to the corners. To the, to the wingers and the fullbacks because he didn't have that that, that short pass through the middle. Now he's got he had Sissoko obviously there last year. Diome's come into that role. There's always that pass sort of to, for space and, and Diome holds it up really well and he's so powerful that it, it gives gives Shelby the opportunity to, to sort of play the little link up one twos and I think I just think that there's a much better chemistry between that that three as you said there with Hayden Shelby and Diome. I think they're going to tear this league apart and you can see you can see since Diome's come in we've looked so much better. Good point when he said about like Shelby being like worldy balls, like you don't see it as much now. It's not doing that much. The thing, with, yeah, the thing is, as well with Shelby, you've noticed, like, I certainly noticed today how much he ran with the ball. Yeah. When we first signed him, he, he never used to run with the ball ever. Pass it, maybe like run, run for a little bit, pick it up again. Today he was running past the ball. But like, again, that's because he, he has he's got more space. When you've got, yeah, he's, he's doing it because I think Rafa's made him. You know, has told him he didn't play in the last season. I think Rafa's told him, yeah, you're not fit enough. Get fitter. I agree, yeah, get leaner, yeah. get bigger, get yeah. faster. That's Not def- bigger. Definitely valid. But I think the fact that Diome is <laughs> occupying that space, he's taking a, defender, a, a defensive midfielder out, it's giving Shelby that chance where he's just got to beat one man and then he's, he's on to the back four. Um, or, he, or he can link up. So I think I just think the, that spine of the team in the middle there, Hayden, Shelby, and, and Diome, are working really well together. And I would hope he'll stick with them for most yeah. games. I, I appreciate obviously going away. He might, he might look to sort of bring in more workmen like players like Colback and that to, to sort of be more solid. But I think at home, obviously, they're, they're going to cause a lot of teams a lot of problems. I, I think uh, we may as well touch on the fact that it was compared to the last time we were sitting here in a pub after a Newcastle home game doing a podcast. 
obviously we've had Redden and Cheltenham but Huddersfield it was just well it was a different team for a start you didn't have an eater in midfield um, but it was just such a more mature performance the players got so much more confidence now yeah, I think I think they expected to win today I don't think they were phased about the lack of strikers they expected to win and that, that right there is the team who are supposed to bar Norwich cause for the most problems and Norwich got done 3-0 today as well Office. I said, uh, there was one thing I said to Mickey, um, like halfway through the first half, I was like, if we like win here again and we start picking up wins here, the players are going to start really, really enjoying playing at St James's Park, which is not always the case, especially last season when they're losing. It's not a nice place to play. If you're winning, this is like an excellent place to play football. If you remember the, the last championship season, it was like this, wasn't it? They, they sort of, there was a bit of that nervousness at the start of the season, and then what? And then they just grew in confidence. And I think I can't. We were talking about it last week where. We didn't really stop battering teams until the end of the season, but yeah. that was when the confidence really hit. And look what we did this following season in the Premier League. Just you took that confidence in. Steam, just steamrolled. Exactly. And I think the more we win at home, the more we get that momentum going. I think. We'll I think. I think the defence is so important. And keeping clean sheets. I mean, what is it since uh, what half? So you got half time against Redden. So that's what four, three, three and a half games now without conceding a goal. Like the longer we keep that going, the more confident we'll be, and we're just like, like I said before, we did the same thing at halftime today. I think Raf has just said, right, first twenty minutes here, sit tight, keep your positions, defend well. The the can't the can't score, and apart from the potential offside pullback, they didn't look like scoring. And then right at the end, Marcel's made a really good save. To be fair to him. Marcel's. You make a good right. point. There, I though. thought you were just doing it because, like, it's inside joke. I think that you've done wrong for the time. But I'll just keep it. Aye. Green Street's told me that I'm being saying Marcel's wrong. It's not Celts. It sells. But no, just just the point you were making there, like Rafa, you can see there's a concerted effort to change the mentality of the team. With the first two games following Huddersfield, we went out there to be pay a lot of respect to the teams and, and be defensive. We were defensive-minded. We seem to be a lot more offensively sort of look, looking to, to take teams on and, and a lot of that's to do with the way, the way we're starting the games now. Um, and I think the, the, obviously the more we do that, and as you say, the confidence thing was massive. I mean, Dummett, he got done the first 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 two times by knockout. After that, he was getting his foot in, he was yeah. more aggressive. He just looked so much more comfortable. And, and, and I think, I mean, he just won highlighting because you could see the difference straight away. Once he sort of, he'd sort of got that confidence, he was brilliant after that, and I think everybody just they, they could they, you could see him growing into the game, and the fact that they they'll know that this was a massive marker. Like everyone's been talking about Brighton being the top of this game, especially after the start we made. Like Brighton are meant to be the team who think they're they're going to challenge us for the title, um, and and we've really put the marker down today, just just, just basically yeah. blow blow them out. And it wasn't water. It was almost more satisfying than a three or four 0 win. It's just so comfortable, and I know the red card played a big part but you also saw the red card it, it wasn't a case of like right let's get a couple more it was like that's it lads sorry Brighton unlucky 2-0 that's it <laughs> this game's finishing 2-0 you know we're not going to try and push for a third or fourth we're not going to leave any gaps like we're going to close this game out that's the thing like you was, it's a guy next to him was like oh um, Brighton had a chance to like we should be in that box I'm like look it's the like 80th minute I'm yeah. like why do you want to be like driving for a third like oh, two nails comfortable like we're fine like stop worrying like but. I just think we're going to yeah for that reason we're just going to rack up so many wins this season wouldn't surprise us if we break the win record yeah. just because like win after win because but because Rafa and the team now now value their clean sheets and their wins so much 
Uh, and, and as you've already said, Mbemba is so, so good that he's going to come up at And I thought Lascelles, let's give him a shout out. He, he oh, yeah. Also that day as well. Yeah. He's good. That's he took his goal well. And he, that was his most, com- like, most um, comfortable performance since since last season where he was brilliant. Well, really last week, but yeah. At home, because um, he's very good at Bristol, and that's I'm pleased he's he's, 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 he's taken that uh, that form, the exact same form under the home game. It's Bollandy words here, but he's very, he's very poor first first two. We got dropped. Um, I don't see those two really being rotated that much. Yeah, I can't I have a feeling, particularly when we do three game weeks, they might you might do a bit of rotation for the back two. Well, I was going to say, after, I could say to be fair though, apparently Hanley came in against Charlton and had a really solid game. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah, yeah. And he, I think he's he's another player very similar to Lascelles in terms of his his sort of his type of play. I think you'll not lose a lot by switching him and Lascelles. So I think that's that's fine. And then obviously the fullbacks are on as I say, I don't think there's a standout fullback. So I'm not really worried who plays in the fullback positions. As long as Mbemba's in there, like I'm, I'm happy. I think it'll be interesting to see what happens like going forwards. If Haidara can stay fit, then you'd assume that Haidara's probably gonna play left back unless well, if this new side comes in. Like, Aye, the new lad comes yeah, from Palermo. Lazar's like I know we know that um, Rafa wants an attacking left back. He wants a full back who can go forward. So he'd, yeah, to agree with you on that, it's not going to be. Yeah, it's unlikely to be Paul uh, yeah. or. I can't imagine Dummett and like Anita playing together like a lot like both be a full back because both of them can't attack. So yeah. eventually it's going to be Yedlin and then either uh, if Hydara can stay fit, maybe it's him. And if we do get this guy over, party term over the line. Uh, like, According to Lee Ryder, it's done. So. See what yeah. maybe the game there. Like, yeah. Exciting, exciting team to watch. Like proper fullbacks. Contributing to the like, And again, it's just going to open up opportunities for the, yeah. the, watch, the, the guys in the middle. The reason why they're yelling, like, that guy likes to attack. The defensive stuff's a bit shaky. <laughs> <laughs> don't need to worry, I've got to say, then we'll just stop everyone. Fullbacks. We may as well just play 10 strikers <laughs> <laughs> and just leave them down at the back. Didn't we do that against the Mac last day? Just hands on the back. Yeah. Go forward. Come on. I think that just about does it for today, lads, unless there's anything anything you think we've missed. Is there anyone we haven't mentioned? Diarmi. Diarmi was excellent. As I said, I think I knew what I said first 30 again, just like Bristol, unreal, then he just drops off a bit. He's just the slowest circle. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is. He's, just, he's, got that oh, he's, just he's much better like, in, on the ball and powerfully, I think. Just hopefully more like... He's not as good going forward, but... product in terms of you want that goal from him, like... This is so good fan clubs conceding. <laughs> Musa might not... Oh, listen, Musa's a better player than, than uh, Diarmi, but... I don't know. I'm, I'm going to stick with just slow Sissoko. It's, it's, it's important that Diarmi um, plays well to cement his place in the Rafa song. <laughs> like, at the moment. Are you singing Diarmi? We were singing Vernon Vernon Anita. It's Momo Diarmi or Mohammed Diarmi. Burning and Nida. They're doing it wrong. A lot of people sing Fuck Off when you're them. Yeah, there's people singing Fuck Off. <laughs> fuck Off when you're them. It's funny, no one knew what to sing. Right, yeah, yeah. We had a few. Some people were still singing Jimmy and they were like, we had a couple of Jimmy and Nidas as well. Jimmy and Nidas. 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 Oh, Mickey, uh, Mickey sang that non-stop. I, I, I think I, I, I really, I think Zelsa's better today. Still shaky, but better. 
I don't think he's, he deserves a song yet, but that's me being picky. Uh, I think, it, again, it's it's funny. It's a confidence thing, isn't it? When If, you, if people are singing, it's good that people are getting behind him because I think he probably is nervous. He hasn't had a good start. That's why people are singing. Yeah. And and if, the same if, with the Dalo song last year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If people are giving him confidence... like We have a lot of songs these days, don't we? We do. For a fan base that went for years with three songs. All sort of Camp 70s songs. Oh, well, especially if you can't the one we came up with. But let's say that better. We need to get an album out there or something. <laughs> Just the, the True Faith podcast. Sal's <laughs> there's so many times where the ball was being headed by them in our six yard box he did a flap but the fair I think he knew that like, the two of them up there at the edge of the box he knew what he was doing as well as that the same off he gave a sniff to the no, oh, yeah, well, he, he did, I was yeah. just about to say he did brilliant for that. He knew what he was doing. He coaxed him in and he fell for it. I, exactly. thought, I thought he broke his leg there. Like. <laughs> <laughs> the way he went, like, he looked like he... This leg, the way his leg bent, I was like, this. someone get down a one What a stupid way to get sent off, eh? That Brighton player. Fucking ridiculous. Um, especially on the yellow card as well. Like, there's just no, even if you don't catch that badly, it's, you're just getting a yellow card. Like, they protect the keeper so much. Like, there's no way on an, put a tackle in. On another note, I'd love to see how Vial conceded three at Bristol. Who <laughs> <laughs> didn't have a shot against us. Like, uh, so Villa and Norwich getting done, great news. I think it's worked a fourth now, I think. Yeah, uh, third, third, I think. Fourth, I think, no, I think we're one down a goal difference on third. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's a little, little gap now on Villa. I think we're four points ahead of Vial. Uh, Norwich will be... Are we ahead of them? Well, we had, well definitely yeah, ahead of them. We're a point ahead of Brighton now, so it's it's all looking good. The lads at the top will not stay there. Huddersfield and Fulham. But also, it just shows you, like, I know, and we did play shite against both those teams, but it, 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 makes you, it makes you feel better that they're actually yeah, one, they've, one and two. They've they're one and two, so at least they weren't themselves useless. Um, and I just, I'm just going to say it again, to, for Brighton to come here with the injury crisis we have, um, and I mean today a pop had Kohlbach, Armstrong and defenders on the bench <laughs> that's it and we'll manage to just literally not, not, not get out of we're, we're in fifth gear for the first 30 and after that not get out of second gear and just win so comfortably I think that bodes really well and now international break now um, and then, then we'll, we'll go. We'll go again. Oh, just, just your car analogy explains why we kept bloody stolen every time. <laughs> uh, and then, then, then we're off to the big one in Derby, which uh, Derby are having a man. Isaac Pearson, one win in. Is that the fifth, sixth game today? Fifth. Fifth game, one win in five games for Derby and two defeats. So they'll need a result. And three, be three, a sold out away and three thousand two hundred Newcastle fans. We'll have a podcast out after. We hope. Uh, we are. We're going to the match. Um, and we'll have a radio show at 2 o'clock that day on Radio Tyneside to tune in for that I think that's it lads thanks for your time